0: Hi, Saints. Welcome to another episode of Talking Bible Truth with Dr. Kamala D. I am your host, Dr. Kamala D., here to help you grow in faith and walk in God's amazing grace. Today's message is a much needed and very powerful message entitled Disconnect from Your Senses and Connect with God Through Your Spirit. So sit back, take notes, and let's grow in faith. All right, saints. This message is going to be one of those messages that tug at your heart. Mm-hmm. It is going to be one of those messages that convicts your heart with the word of God. But it is necessary because a lot of people are disconnected from God. And they don't even know it. Many Christians walk by their senses rather than by their spirits. They are running into a multitude of problems that will lead them down the road of destruction. Although people may be saved, they are not attaining and living the overcoming victorious life that Christ died for them to have. So what's the reason? It is simply because they have not made the change from the realm of the senses to the realm of the spirit. The only way to make that change is with a renewed mind. A mind that is renewed with the word of God is always at war with the unrenewed mind, always in conflict, always engaged in a battle with unbelief. Unbelief is simply the conflict between the spirit of a man and the senses of a man. Your senses will always demand tangible, visible evidence concerning the reality of the things of God. In contrast, the word of God, independent of the senses, always governs the man who walks by the spirit. It is easy to see why many Christians are fallen prey to the same kinds of things that have brought non-Christians to the road of defeat. Rampant fornication, adultery, lying, maliciousness, drug abuse, and other forms of ungodly behavior result when people allow themselves to be led by their senses, which means by their flesh. If the word of God were ruling over you, how could you sleep with another person's spouse? How could you use your body for prostitution? How could a spirit-led man or woman ravage his or her body, which is the temple of God, with drugs, cigarettes, and alcohol? And how could a spirit-led person live a lifestyle of lying and mistreating others. A truly spirit-led person could not continually behave in these ways. Can't do it, saints. You can't. The sense-ruled person is unstable, always unsure of what he has. He constantly asks for wisdom, even though 1 Corinthians one thirty should assure him or her that he already has wisdom inside of him through Christ Jesus. There is so much uncertainty in the minds of many Christians as to whether God would do what he says. They read the Bible, they go to Bible study, yet they do not believe one thing God says in his word. It is not possible for people to really serve a God in whom they do not really believe in. So they end up being moved by every situation that comes their way. They are affected and confronted with diversity every day because they simply don't believe what the word of God says. However they feel, that is how they respond because they have no faith in God's word. And going to church in reality is just a habit. So let's look at our first scripture. Go to 1st Kings chapter 18 verses 21 and 22. And this is the prophet Elijah speaking. And Elijah came to all the people and said, how long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if by all, follow him. But the people answered him not a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Now the people were wavering back and forth, sometimes following Baal and sometimes following God. They were inconsistent. Falter means limp. So Elijah was telling the people, how long are you going to limp between two opinions? If God is God, then act like it. Serve him and be done with it. If he is not God, forget him and go ahead and serve by all. That scripture is a perfect example of how many contemporary Christians behave. They do not know whether the word of God is true or not. On Sunday mornings, many are hot to trot. On Wednesday, the same people act like they don't even know how to spell Jesus. These people feel fine as long as they are in church. The choir is singing and the pastor is ministering the word. But when they leave that environment and go back to their jobs, where their coworkers are are smoking, they are cursing like sailors all day long. Family members are cursing. I'm talking about unsaved family members. And running around with one another's wives and husbands. These Christians go back into the dumps. They don't know whether God is is real or not. They want to believe that God is, but they are not sure because their senses keep telling them, I don't know. You see, you are supposed to be a Christian, saints, 24-7. If you are a Christian during fellowship on Sundays, you are supposed to be a Christian at home. You are supposed to be a Christian at any function you are invited to and you attend. You are supposed to be a Christian at work. And I can tell you, I've had or or have several conversations with uh, people outside of home and outside of fellowship. And all of whom know I am a minister of the gospel. They know this. So sometimes we have conversations and I have to watch myself because I will allow myself to be drawn into a conversation led by senses and and not by the spirit. I was recently in a conversation, and I'm talking about as recent as the day before yesterday, and it was a, a harmless conversation about young girls getting pregnant still living at home with their parents, and then the parents are stuck raising the baby. So one of the individuals who were in the conversation said that the mother should encourage their daughters to get on birth control. And that is when my heart was just vexed. And I said, well, no abstinence or encouraging your child not to have sex should be going on in the house. And then I realized that these people that I was talking to and they are Christians, they are being led by their flesh and they're being led by their senses. I walk in the spirit. And so I couldn't comprehend why they wanted someone to encourage their their daughter or their son to their sons to use a condom and their daughters to use birth control when in fact they shouldn't be having sex outside of marriage. Now I don't care what the world says or how the world feels. That's what the world does. But a Christian should be a Christian twenty-four sevens a seven um. You know what I'm saying, because see, this is a, a topic for me that is, um, weighing on my heart because what we have is people not being taught how to connect with their spirit. And we have to remember God is a spirit and anyone that worships him was must worship him in spirit and in truth. God does not connect with your flesh. He can't. It is impossible for God to connect with anyone by their flesh. That's why Jesus said you must be born again. You must be born again by the word of God. It is impossible for you to connect with God through your flesh. So this is a this is the reason why a lot of Christians are being defeated on a daily basis because they are walking by their senses, which is their flesh. They are not connected with God at all. So, we're going to talk about how they can connect with God. Because if they don't, it's not going to end well. Now, the spirit led Christian is constant all the time. If you want to be blessed and live the overcoming life you have, you have to believe God's word and then act on what you believe. It is as simple as that. Now, senses change. The carnal man says, You show me God and I will believe in God. That is proof that 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 person is operating by the senses. It does not mean that that man is not a Christian. And I want to make that clear. It doesn't mean they are not a Christian. It simply means that the man who operates in the flesh is going to be a defeated Christian. That's what that means. Excuse me he is going to be a Christian who is going to live on the ragged edge of success in the things of God because he is going to be governed by his senses. Senses change. They fluctuate like the weather. Therefore, if you are going to be governed by the circumstances, by the senses, you are going to live a life of confusion. Your emotions will be up and down one day hot and one day cold. You will never experience the constant peace that is yours only as a spirit-led person. The darkness of the sense-ruled mind is revealed very clearly in First John chapters 1, verses 1 through 3. Let's read. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. In those verses of scripture, everything is sense oriented. Everything is related to seeing, hearing, touching, or feeling. There is a law that operates in the realm of the senses. In fact, we could call it the law of the senses. There also are laws that govern everything in the realm of the things of God. Look at Galatians 5 verses 16 and 17. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. Your flesh and your spirit are in opposition to one another. The sense-ruled Christian operates by his flesh. Your senses are located in your flesh, saints, not in your spirit, but in your body. So you could actually interchange the word senses for the words body and flesh. The word spirit in these verses, depending on which which version you are reading, is capitalized in the New King James Version of the Bible. Supposedly referring to the Holy Spirit, but that's not what it's supposed to be. Uh Saints. There is no warfare going on inside of your uh inside of you between your body and the and the Holy Spirit. That that's not what the what, what your warfare is um, How is your body Going to stand up against the Holy Spirit That's impossible So these scriptures are referring to You your, your recreated spirit And your flesh That is where The warfare is going on Between your Your recreated spirit and your flesh Now We have to learn how to operate By the spirit Your mind is the mediator between your flesh and your spirit. Whichever one your mind yields to will dominate your threefold nature. If your mind is is flesh oriented, then your body will move into the realm of fleshly things. If spiritual things govern your mind, then your body is going to be channeled into and moved into the realm of spiritual things. Whenever you run into a challenge such as whether to fornicate, lie, steal, smoke, or abuse your body in in any other way, it will or, or you will react in the spirit or the flesh to meet the challenge you face. So we have to pay close attention, people, when we are confronted with certain things, we literally have to decide whether or not I'm going to respond to this by the word of God and stay in God's will or I'm going to yield to my flesh. If you choose to react in the flesh by your senses, just know that you are headed for destruction. You need to know that because you reap what you sow, remember? The Bible is very clear that you will not overcome and live the life you should if you react in the flesh. God is not flesh people. He is spirit. In order to be like him or to respond like him, you must develop your spirit man so that you will react to all circumstances in the spirit only, only because God cannot connect with your flesh at all. When the Bible speaks about the flesh, it means the senses, your physical senses, or the doorways leading to your brain. You know a thing is hot because your senses tell you it is hot. You touch it and immediately a signal shoots through your body letting you know something is hot. What we call sins of the flesh are really sins of the senses. Sins connected with the physical body. This is where you really get your problems. I have never heard of a spirit Getting pregnant out of wedlock. But I have heard of a lot of bodies getting pregnant out of wedlock. I have never heard of a drunken spirit, per se, a spirit overindulging in alcohol, acting irrationally. Why? Because all of these things are in the realm of the senses, the realm of the flesh. Everything you have learned in this world has been acquired by your senses. If you were blind, it would be impossible for you to know anything visually. No color, neither light nor dark. You would be helpless in that sense. If you were to puncture your ears so that you could not hear, you would know nothing about the universe in an audible way. If you were to cut off your tongue I know that sounds drastic, I'm just trying to give you an illustration that will grasp your attention. If you were to cut off your tongue, you would not be able to taste anything. Cut off your fingertips and you would have no sense of touch. Stop up your nose so you could not smell and you would not know nothing about the sweet aromas in this physical world. Now, without your senses, in operation, what are you going to know about the universe around you? Absolutely nothing. You are helpless and do not know anything. You can't see, hear, smell, taste, or feel. You will be almost impossible to teach. All of our school systems are designed to teach people relative to the realm of the senses. That is fine and needful. But problems arise when these people try to move into the realm of the things of God. That is where our issue is. Because people are so used to operating by their physical senses, they want to bring that same modus operandi into the spiritual realm that they learn to use in the physical realm. And that ain't going to happen, Captain. They think God is real only if they can feel, see, hear, or smell him. So they assume that if they they can't touch him, he must not be there. And Galatians 5.18, let's look at that. It says, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, those who are walking by the spirit are not walking under the law. The law only has to do with your body in a physical sense, not with your spirit, your recreated spirit. Jesus has given us a new law that deals with the spirit, and this law cannot be operated by your senses. It can't. Let's look at John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Now, under this law, you will not be known or or be known by how many demons you, you cast out or by how many days a week you go to church, or by how big your tides are, or by how many auxiliaries you work in, or by how many good works you do, you will be known as a disciple of Christ if you have love for one another. This is not talking about husband and wife love, nor parent and child love, It is speaking about agape love, the God kind of love. If you wait on your senses in order to love, you have a problem. This is why there is so much strife among brothers and sisters in Christ. People are deciding whom to love based on their senses. But you have to love from the heart, from your spirit. Now, we also have to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Now, the book of Galatians notes many things concerning the operation of the senses. Let's look at this. Now, we, get, we are getting ready to tug at the heart, my sisters and brothers. And we just, need, we just need to hear the truth and hear the truth in love. Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are, re- are, are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand Just as I also told you in time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And this is because God cannot associate with your flesh. He can only connect with you through your spirit. Okay, this is just a partial list of things that involve the flesh. These are the kinds of things I counsel most people about. They are suffering because they are not allowing their spirit man to dominate, operate, and function. The answer to their problem, or their problems, I should say, is to renew their minds. Your mind controls your body. People, your mind controls your body. And the only way to renew your minds is with the word of God by acting on the word. By doing so, a person can easily conquer their senses. It is not enough to know the word. You must act on it. The Bible says that it is the doer of the word who will be blessed in all of his deeds. Not the knower of the word. You can't just know the word, but the doer. Over and over you see Christians who have been exposed to the word They know all of the technical data. They have their notes, tapes, and books uh, on the subject, yet they are still whipped and defeated. If the word governed them, they would be overcomers in every situation. You wouldn't be seeing a whipped Christian walk this earth. Y'all remember Jesus said, in this world you will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. Why are we missing that part? But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The reason why we should be of good cheer is because if Jesus overcame the world, so, so should we, because we are supposed to be in Christ. Those who are in Christ are the ones who overcome the world. Now let's look at Romans chapter 12, verses one and two. These are very important scriptures that, that, um, Demonstrate how Christians can renew their minds. Okay. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Although our bodies are the universities where we learn, those of us who walk with God and, 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 and walk with Christ are under a new kind of knowledge. It is called revelation knowledge, not sense knowledge revelation knowledge comes outside of our senses by the word of God through the spirit of God. You can get informed by studying the word, but it never really becomes your information until you start living by it. See, when you hear the word of God and you just brush it off and don't receive it, this is what happens. This is what happens. You have to start living by the word of God that you hear. Until you start winning, winning with it, until that knowledge is working for you, you are not benefiting from it and you won't benefit from it, saints. So the renewing of the mind involves being exposed to the word and programming your mind with the word. The man whose mind is ruled and governed, by his senses, is carnal. He is a baby Christian who will never be able to live in the fullness of those things God has provided for him. That man will be the victim of his circumstances rather than the victor. That kind of man will live only on a very low level of victory in his walk with Jesus if he experiences any victory at all. That kind of carnal Christian is headed down the dark road of destruction, which leads to defeat. And it is an unnecessary road to travel when there is a road of victory just on the other side. Rather than continuing down that road in the wrong direction, why not change your direction? Change your course in life and change your defeat into victory. By connecting with God through his word, you can only do that by disconnecting from your senses. I hope you were blessed saints. Stand by for a brief message. I truly hope today's message has been a blessing to you. Disconnect from your senses and connect with God through your spirit. If you have any questions or comments about this message or any past interludes, please send your comments, questions, or prayer requests to talkingbibletruth.cd@gmail.com. If you want to support this podcast financially, go to my Anchor Spotify or Breaker home pages. Click on the support this podcast button and contribute an amount of your choice. Now, until next time, saints, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. I am your host, Dr. Kamala D, rightly dividing the word of truth in peace and love. See you next time.